Hi there! You're about to listen to a vintage episode of the Under the Microscope podcast. While the content is still as relevant and as interesting as when it was recorded, our webpage has changed. You can now find us at thesciencetalk.com slash real-scientist-nano. Welcome to Under the Microscope. This series is brought to you by the Real Scientists Nano team. Our goal is to provide a platform where scientists can communicate their work and interact with the public. With that in mind, every week we introduce you to a scientist working in the field of materials and nanoscience who would be curating the RealSci underscore nano Twitter account. Hi everyone, today we have with us Prof Hortense, who is an assistant professor at the Nanyang Technological University in Singapore. Hi Hortense, how are you? Hello, I'm very good. How about you? I'm good, excited to know more about your science and you as a person, you as a scientist. So let's start by understanding your scientific journey so far. So please tell us about your career so far. How did you become assistant professor in Singapore? (laughs) Yeah, so actually that's a good question. Um, So I did all my undergraduates in France Mm -hmm. where the system is a bit uh, different than in other countries. So I didn't really go to university. I go to something called prep classes where you have like intense learning for two years. Mm-hmm. And then you take an exam to enter these uh, grandes écoles. So these are like graduate uh, engineering schools. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I was lucky to enter one that uh, worked, uh, that was specializing chemistry in Paris. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. at the end of this um, school, in the last year, uh, so it's three years, and then we have to do a fourth year where we have to actually obtain a degree from another university. Okay. Um, So during this fourth year, I decided uh, I wanted to go to uh, another country. And so I went not very far, but I went to Switzerland to do Mm -hmm. a master in material science. And I really learned a lot and I was really excited about uh, the research and what we could do there. So I decided to continue as a PhD student in -hmm. material science at uh, ETH uh, Zurich. Mm -hmm. And so I graduated from my PhD in 2017 and I went for a short postdoc in the US at uh, Purdue University. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it was maybe five months to work in mechanical engineering and more on morphing structures. And after that, I moved to Singapore initially as a postdoc, postdoctoral researcher. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. And there, the idea was to work with uh, protein, natural materials, and like actually a completely different field, kind of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so that was my interest. And along the way, I had ideas of okay, now I really would like to have everything combined together and maybe go more into another direction. And there was an opportunity uh, at NTU where I was doing my my postdoc 
um, to, yeah, so there was a, an opportunity there, and so I applied, and so now I'm lucky. So since 2019, I'm, ha I'm leading my own uh, research group, uh, mm -hmm. at uh, NTU, and I move into the Department of Mechanical Aerospace Engineering because after spending one year looking under the transmission electron microscope, <laughs> I want to go a little bit bigger and mm -hmm. uh, try to see if we can fabricate larger structure, la larger materials. Uh -huh. Okay, so starting from France and a very, this is a completely different format. I've never heard this before. Uh, what you mentioned, and then Switzerland, then Purdue, then now in in Singapore. That's that's quite an impressive journey you've had, and quite a lot of different experiences. Not just from the cultural, like the work culture perspective, but also from the scientific perspective. Going from uh, make, from material science, from chemistry to material science to mechanical to uh, now in aerospace department. That's quite interesting. Wow. And also biology. Don't uh, I have to remember that aspect as well. Uh, that's really, really cool. So it, it sounds like you have managed in your current position, you are managing to bring all the different uh, skills that you have picked up along the way. So where does your current research fall in this big picture of materials and nanoscience? I mean, you already mentioned in the short podcast that the 3D printing and additive manufacturing, but in the bigger, um, because material science, as you know, is quite a broad um, discipline. Yes. So I would say if we keep it very general, um, my current work is on composites material. So we develop polymer, ceramic composites, or ceramic composites using mm -hmm. different methods. Right. Uh, so I would say, although I'm in mechanical aerospace engineering, my work is like 100% on materials. materials. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. You're a hardcore material scientist. That's what you are. <laughs> Your work. Yeah, exactly. I think <laughs> <laughs> Excellent, excellent. That sounds good. So um, next question that I have for you, because uh, I'm really curious, how does it work um, in the lab or from the day-to-day the -day research uh, research projects perspective? How does that work? Uh, and it sounds to me that you have been involved in, in quite a lot of interesting research projects and also now involved in a lot of interesting research projects. But if you have to pick one that you're most proud of, or the most fun or quirky one? Could you pick one and explain it to us in simple words in the section we call in other words? Yeah, just let me think. <laughs> there are too many, too many. Too many, too many exciting projects. So mm -hmm. I think I would say my favorite one, mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's actually maybe a minor in my big picture of um, like all the work uh, we are trying to do here. Uh, but it, it's clearly uh, the, the more fun. It's on morphing composites. Ah. So making materials that change shape, it's not uh, specifically new. Mm -hmm. uh, but the part uh, that uh, is really exciting to me is how to make these materials change shape quickly and mm -hmm. how we can actually do this. 
And um, I also mentioned in the short podcast that a large part of the inspiration for making all these materials and structure that uh, I'm talking about is coming from nature. Mm -hmm. So morphing composites in nature, you can think of plants, for example. Mm -hmm. And one that uh, moves very quickly, we have this uh, carnivorous plant that is called the Venus flytrap. You touch mm -hmm. it a little bit in the middle and then it closes in, I think it's maybe 10 milliseconds or, or 100 milliseconds really max if it's lazy. Mm -hmm. um, so this project, I really like it because it's uh, a beautiful example of bio-inspiration mm -hmm. from really the beginning to the end. So we have the natural example and then we try to make it uh, with our composites. Now we mm -hmm. are also trying to 3D printing. Uh, and I have like uh, recent papers where we uh, try to fabricate it in real. Um, and also, now we also try towards the application. So oh. since we are doing composite material, it doesn't need to be just like a, a plant. <laughs> we can put very, I mean, many more interesting properties inside, like electrical mm -hmm. conductivity. It changes shape, but at the same time, it uh, changes its electrical conductivity. And this mm -hmm. can be used for self-sensing material, for robotics, um, uh, structure that respond to the environment also. We can mm -hmm. add a, a layer to make it sensitive to temperature, to humidity, to have a multi-sensing uh, material response. Um, so I think this is a beautiful example of bio-inspiration and how us as scientists and engineers we can really use this to create new structure that could be used for uh, the structure and materials of, of tomorrow. Absolutely, you're absolutely right. I can imagine why you picked this one as one of the projects, let's put it that way, one of the projects that you're most proud of or most fun one, let's say. It, it is really interesting and I hope you will talk more about it. Uh, when you're taking over the, the Twitter account, because it definitely sounds interesting. Um, Hortense, I, I see that uh, you like the research aspect of being a scientist, uh, but what else do you like about um, being a scientist, which is part of your life? Yeah, so my answer might come surprising to many people but i really enjoy the writing part no way no <laughs> no way no 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 please no 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 really yeah you're not kidding i mean like imagine you're writing your paper your research paper and then you see you put together like the figures and then you try to you explain it in such a clear way that even to you it looks like obvious and so nice and everything comes together like a beautiful piece of of, of art really uh, so this i really enjoy but also the writing when you write when you kind of write your thoughts when you draft your ideas Mm -hmm. So it can be for a, a research proposal or an application, but it can also be to you when when you try to make um, like what you're going to be doing next week or when you try to put two results together. Uh, I mean, on my desk, I have so many 
<laughs> of these drafts. But I like, even when I meet with students, we make we make drawing and then we try to write uh, what this is about, how the the hypotheses come together. Mm-hmm. Um, so really, the the writing, I think it's it's a uh, um, it's a necessary and really enjoyable part of of doing research. So yeah, I guess I'm really lucky that I enjoyed <laughs> that part. <laughs> Yeah, I think you are very lucky because, I mean, I personally, I love the part when the paper is done, what you mentioned, like when you're making the figures and you are telling a story, uh, either a story that you have um, proof of or you a story that you propose that, oh, yeah, this is what I think will happen if we do these kinds of experiments, which is going in the research proposal direction. However, I, I like the finished art piece. But the process of it, oh, it's 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 not the most enjoyable. So I'm glad that you like the writing part and and also the way you describe it that you draw these little sketches together with the students and um, I'm glad that we have active researchers like you who are passionate about uh, this aspect of science as well, which is uh, very very important. Um, that's really nice. That's really nice to hear. And you mentioned that you have students, uh, you're supervising students. So the next generation of scientists, you are basically cultivating or mentoring the next generation of scientists. So what advice would you give to students if they were starting out, like whoever is starting out today? Or if you were to go back in time, what advice would you give yourself? I'll just try out. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think too much. <laughs> like usually, you know, you have an idea and then, oh, is that going to work? Is that not going to work? Like, uh, should I put 10 seconds? Should I put 20 seconds, <laughs> you know, on the button? Uh, yeah. So usually, yeah, I just say like, well, I mean, I'm not going to, anyway, I'm not going to trust you unless you show me. <laughs> so just try out and then see what it comes. And and the best when you, when you kind of try, although you're not too sure, is by trying the first thing you you get more ideas like usually it's going to fail let's be frank you try it it's not going to work but then you get ideas on how to to improve it so i I, when when i also think of science and especially if it's related to lab experiments Mm -hmm. uh it's it's a little bit like cooking right you have an idea you put things together and then you say oh that was not a good idea i should have put a certain Right. Yeah, although I said tryouts, I also want to say just make sure it's also safe. So try out baby, uh, don't try out the big thing. <laughs> um, yeah. a very small uh, size and to make sure that everything is, uh, is, is uh, yeah, safe. <laughs> right, yeah, make sure you're, uh, you're being safe. Uh, that's always important, don't, especially don't in the labs. <laughs> the labs. Yes, do not try this at home or stuff like that. <laughs> Exactly. But no, that's a, that's a very simple and a very important piece of advice because oftentimes I feel that if you're just starting out, you're very afraid or scared. It's the fear of the unknown that, oh, what's going to happen if I do this? If I do 10 seconds of vibration or uh, ultrasound instead of 20 seconds, what is going to happen? And then you spend five minutes doing that. In that time, you could have tried 10 seconds like 10 times and 20 seconds 10 times and would have had some concrete data to back your finding instead of just sitting and thinking about it. Um, so Yeah, exactly. That That's kind of the field work that's 
scientists have to do, but it's not written in the paper, but it is there. And this is the experience that uh, students need to to get from, from the lab, right? really, like all these short trials to find the right parameter, the right uh, time and so on. Absolutely, absolutely. That's that's really, really good pieces of advice, um, a piece of advice. Um, my next question to you is, uh, I hope I hope your research experience has been wonderful so far and will continue to be wonderful in the future as well. However, if you have three wishes to improve your research experience, what would you ask for? And I'm not promising anything here, okay? Um, so, <laughs> can I throw a coffee wish... machine? That's fine. <laughs> People have said they want a coffee machine. I'm like, yeah, well, I, I agree. A coffee machine? Oh, they're so cheap. Oh, I wish <laughs> I had an electron microscope. <laughs> oh, now we are talking. <laughs> <laughs> you know, look, I remember uh, it was in like during my, my studies in, in France, we had a uh, uh, one practical work where, where we were looking at the eyes of um, of a fly. It's so beautiful. And then I think the, the researcher was actually trying like to put any kind of stuff he had under the, the hand, you know, a leaf or um, even the surface of, uh, of the jewelry or something. So mm -hmm. it's, I mean, that would be so cool to look at many things if I had an electron microscope. Um, yeah, that's so your that, first wish then. Okay, my first wish. Okay. Um, yeah, second wish, which may be more uh, career-oriented or pragmatic. Mm -hmm. um, right now, when I talk with students, especially undergrads, right, uh, they they don't know. Oh, should I go to research? Should I, should I go to industry? Like, uh, what job uh, would I like to do, and so on? And actually, I've never asked myself <laughs> too much this question. It was like, oh, I want to do research. I want to continue and so on. So mm -hmm. at the end of the day, I have a limited uh, experience in industry. I worked once in industry, but it was in the research labs, <laughs> which were, I, I mean, which were very similar to, to academic research labs. So I think if, if I could, I would, I would go back and take a, another kind of I would take an internship in a, in a bakery as well, or in a, in a, just in a man, manufacturing plant, trying to make something. So that makes that would, sense. Yeah. yeah, that's a very interesting one. Actually, you have a completely different perspective and completely do, different experience um, in in an industry environment. Uh, even if it's research, it, it's different. Or a bakery, it's innovation at the end of the day. We spoke about cooking and doing science, uh, <laughs> doing experiments. Okay. So, yeah, lunchtime coming soon. But, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, I mean, seriously, no, I'm, I'm supervising students when they're in, in their industry internship, but they don't know that they are teaching me more than I'm teaching them. <laughs> <laughs> no, they can know, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. So now for my third wish, yes. well, actually, uh, I would say I would I would be happy to be able to meet in person and discuss research ideas. Oh. Oh. Uh, I mean, I, I'm sure many people are wishing the same, but yeah, that would be yeah. My, my third one. 
that makes complete sense and you're absolutely right many people are wishing this this comes every second or third uh, podcast recording that we do that like in person conferences please i mean virtual have uh, conferences have their pros that uh, you can just join without having to travel less carbon footprint and da, 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 all of that but meeting in person and discussing after the poster session for example with a beer that's completely different um yeah i don't think you, we can replay the the human social interactions uh with yes. the screen in between absolutely not absolutely i hope i hope they're coming back not just the third wish but i think all three of your wishes are hopefully coming back and i'm really hoping that at some point uh, these electron microscope manufacturers like zeiss and thermo fisher they will make some portable electron microscopes that we can just have in the office or in the lab like in the in the in the house sorry that would be really cool it doesn't have to be super high resolution right it can be like not super high resolution <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, 10, 10 micrometers. micrometers. <laughs> <laughs> to begin with, we have to start somewhere, right? And then you have to get people, more and more people to invest in it and stuff. Uh, I would love to have that. Uh, and also your second wish, it's quite interesting, as I said. I hope all three of your wishes come true as soon as possible. And it feels like they are coming true. At, at least the second and the third wish, they are coming true in a different kind of a way that your students are teaching you from their industry experiences. Um, but hey, you can always take a, a 10 hour or a two hour job per week at a bakery. Uh, <laughs> still do that. If you find the time, uh, you can still try to do that. Yeah, why not? We have to think a little bit more now. <laughs> Where am I going in my life, which you haven't thought about, I guess. Yeah, that's what you mentioned, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Overthinking it. Excellent. So this has been wonderful speaking with you. But before I let you go, I have one last question for you. And I can't let you go without asking you this question. And that is your learnings from the current time that we are living in. Yeah, my learnings. Um, yeah, so as, as you say, like time, we are already like 2021. I cannot believe it. Like times go so quickly. Yes. Um, so Even the time so goes so quickly. I mean, it's ridiculous. yeah, yeah. So I mean, we we've been pretty busy whatever we've been doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so at the end of the day, um, yeah, every even if we are shaken in many directions, like we are still going on in a straight line in terms of time so far. Right. Um, so that's what I would keep uh, thinking and then that yeah that I think the key is to keep the enthusiasm uh, alive mm-hmm. the motivation and the patient and then we get ideas we try to make it mm-hmm. and uh, I mean if, if it's not the pandemic it's going to be something else that's going to shake us I don't know personally I don't know you you have a, a family change or something. You you change country. That's also like a, something quite shaking, right? Yeah. So at, at the end of the day, we we we're gonna be fine. <laughs> That's what I think. That's a very nice uh, message uh, that you uh, that you said. That at the end of the day, it's all gonna be fine. Just just keep going, one day at a time. 
one step at a time, one experiment at a time, maybe. Because, um, yeah, if, if if not pandemic, something else would shake us. And that happens, we just don't realize it or we just don't pay too much attention to it. But now with the pandemic, we have to pay attention to it. We can't just ignore it and keep going, sort of. So it's good to 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 look at it from this perspective as well you're absolutely right so thank you for tense it was really nice speaking with you and looking forward to having you on real scientist nano really looking forward to the biology and how the material science <laughs> they were i'm so fascinated by it so cool i'm very it. excited about it too <laughs> <laughs> excellent and thank you very much and see you on real scientist nano Thank you for listening. To know more about us, please visit our website realscientistsnano.org and follow us on Twitter at realsci_nano.